Welcome to Conversations with Ask Ash. Conversations with Ask Ash focuses on people, processes, and outcomes. Ashley dives into everyday conversations around work efficiency, team productivity, and project execution. Let's get into the show. And now, your host, Ashley Schuler. Ashley Schuler. Ashley Schuler. What's going on, everyone? And welcome to Conversations with Ask Ash. If you've been listening to this season, you know we're doing things a little bit different. Yes, we're talking about you know, the systems, but we're taking it a little bit different um, spin on this thing. And we're actually looking at impact. And we are talking with different entrepreneurs, career professionals that are that are unveiling how actually they are making impact in their everyday lives and in their businesses. And so I have the utmost pleasure to have a dear friend in this digital space, CBN Alti of CBN Enterprises Worldwide. I'm going to let him tell you what type of work he's having because this is critical work that he is the at the helm of being it's not just that he's an entrepreneur but he's an, he's advocating uh and so i want to introduce cbn cbn welcome to conversations with ask Ash. i'm excited i'm so excited to have you i am as well uh first and foremost thank you so much ashley for lending and offering this platform i am completely honored and humbled to even have the opportunity to speak on my passion obviously it's work you know it, it, i'm an entrepreneur but as you said in your intro, my work, the thing that I am doing as an entrepreneur really brings with it and is driven by impact. And so I love the fact that this series and season is really focused on that. And I am given the opportunity to really talk about the area that I am uh, producing impact in. And hopefully this resonates with the listening audience. And there are folks that will take action after listening to this uh, to help bring this message and narrative forward to the folks that can benefit from it. But my name is Sabian Alt. I am the CEO and founder of a company called CBeyond Enterprises Worldwide, as Ashley said. Essentially, we are a career readiness and talent solutions company. And so let me break all of that down and just make it really simple, folks. What I do is I work with college undergrad students across the country and recent graduates, and I successfully help them transition into the workforce by placing them into internships, co-ops, and entry-level jobs. Now, I say successfully because my company has a soft skills professional development boot camp. And so the students that sign up for our program, they are not just hopped into an internship or a early career opportunity. They are trained, developed, prepped, and uh, built up with confidence to make sure that when they do get selected for an interview with the company, that they are successfully positioned to hopefully land that internship or early career opportunity. And then the rest is history from there. But that's essentially what I do. My passion comes from uh, a lot of years of youth advocacy. And obviously I've spent uh, 20 plus, 23 plus years as a corporate strategist or in the corporate arena, I should say, in various roles. And so I'm sure we'll get into this, Ashley, but that is who I am. I hope that uh, intro does it justice and it makes sense for folks and uh, I'm sure I can provide any clarity. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And one thing I was really thinking my my whole entire, literally my eyeballs into the biography, the mission. And I was so struck by this quote and it was, I know it's partially the quote, but it says, change starts with him. And it was in, you know, and I want to know from you, what does that mean? Is this change? We're talking about change from the inside. What are we, what are we talking about when we're breaking? Yeah. So change, when I say change starts with him. And so first, one of the big or driving factors that really committed instead steadfast, and I was actually just mentioning 
mentioning this uh, somewhere else is my faith walk. And so uh, without getting too deep into it, when I, if part of that statement means for me as an entrepreneur, and obviously this is not an entrepreneur podcast, but I, I'm bringing that in because I want to make sure that folks understand the, I, I want to make sure folks understand the journey that I'm taking. And so in my journey to really make impact within the industry for diverse young folks, our black and brown student population, I left my corp, my very successful corporate career, <laughs> my full-time job, a steady paycheck. I'm a father of three young kids. And so not an easy decision to make. And I did that in the midst of a pandemic. And so when I say that it starts with him, when I say what I mean by that is for me, I am led. Everything that I do is purposeful. And I check in with the I am who I call him. <laughs> for everything. And so every decision that I make business-wise, personal, I check in with him. And so I am driven by him. And obviously, uh, the I am for me is one of the big driving factors of why I took the sleep of faith and actually journeyed and said, you know what, versus, you know, toying around with this on the side and having this be my side gig, I'm doing air quote here, you know, I'm going to take the sleep of faith and I'm going to go full force and believe that this passion that I have for youth advocacy, for change within the corporate environment and landscape to help this national initiative in closing the talent and opportunity gap and ultimately supporting closing the wealth gap across the country, that this faith walk that I have will transition into impactful stories that will impact generations to come and really change the trajectory for a lot of young, young folks and family trees years and years down the that's powerful just to be able to sit, you know, and be able to be, you know, guided by God and be able to allow him to flow through you into that moment, CBN, where you are called to do this work. Were you sitting somewhere? Was it something that you already had that just kind of was in your the back of your mind to say, I'm thinking that there's going to be a next chapter? So for me, my so I'll try to keep this short. I am one of seven and I'm the oldest of seven kids. I'm Caribbean. And so for me, my father, as in many Caribbean folks, uh, migrated here, you know, worked hard, you know, uh, wanted better for his kids and family. And so ownership and entrepreneurship was always instilled in us as we were growing up. And so I always knew in the back of my mind that eventually one day, I didn't know how, when, where, who, or what, I knew eventually I would own my own and do my own thing. I didn't know what that was, but throughout my years and corporate experience and, and, and professional experience and all of that, different roles, different companies, my passion settled in this industry. And I have been within the leadership development and professional development industry for the past 14 and a half, almost 15 years. And so seeing uh, the roadblocks, some of the barriers and some of the obstacles that students and companies were facing, and I was doing the work already, right, Ashley? And so I was doing the work. I was helping these audiences already. But for me, I said, you know what? I could do this and really do it on a grander scale outside of just a role or position that is re- limited and somewhat restricted somewhat because you are reporting to a company versus making all of the decisions yourself. And so this vision to uh, create my company, See Beyond Enterprises, came to me back in 2018. I was given the vision in 2018. And so 2018, had the vision, started you know doing it as a side gig, air quotes here again. And then in 2020, really uh, went back and 
took that faith walk and had conversations with the I am him who I referred to. And he really motivated me and said, you know what? Here is here is where you are, and this is the decision you have. You can either stay where you are in your place of comfort, great paying job, great uh leadership role, making impact. I'm still making impact, I'm still working with the audiences that I want to work with, or you can take this next chapter and shift and really let me show you what's possible on a grander scale. And you can still do what you're doing, but make more impact. And so for me, Ashley, I decided to take that faith walk and fully go into focusing in on CB on enterprises and working, still working with the same audiences, the students and companies across the country, but on my own terms and really addressing the issues and obstacles and bringing solutions to the problems that I saw. And I get to say yes versus asking for permission to bring a solution. And so for me, if I see a solution, if I see a problem and I have an answer, I don't think there's a need to ask permission to solve a problem. And so I did, I no longer wanted to ask permission to help. And so went full-fledged into my company. I'm now running it and look to make impact and really bring a lot of folks along with me as we change the landscape of professional development access. And we'll get into that a little bit. And also the way companies hire and look at diverse talent process. Yeah, you know, I want to really shape this conversation to understand, um, you know, through numbers, through trends, of what we're what we're seeing in terms of diverse talent and career pipeline, uh, because I remember being back in college and I had friends that were in business school, and it was a huge deal, you know, go through business school and then getting recruited by these larger companies. And I was like, oh wow, you know, like you know that's cool. I was a government major, so a little bit different, but I I was you know this was like a huge thing. Um, yeah. What you know in terms of that career pipeline, were you? seeing that was missing. So here is the differentiator. And I didn't mention this in the intro, but what makes my, you know, folks are listening like, okay, it sounds good. But what, I mean, there are several companies that do, which do several companies that help, you know, uh, diverse or the black brown community. So what's the differentiator? So here is what I ran in and I won't get into my personal story for the sake of time, but we, as a recruiter, when I was very young in my career, I would go on college campuses and I'd be recruiting for these companies or whatever. And I'd have graduate students come up to a my table or I'll have undergrads come up my table and they wanted an opportunity. They wanted the opportunities that were being presented, wanted the access, professional development so they can successfully land an internship of co-op or as a graduate, an entry-level job and that they can have a full career. But some of them did not have the EA. Some of them were not in the desired majors or career field. Some of them were location restricted. And so experiencing that and encountering that, and I'm talking about years and years of doing this, thousands of students that are blocked. And I'm talking about our diverse student population. I'm not even talking about the other demographic. I'm talking about our diverse student population that were blocked or as I like to say, stopped at the gate because they were a couple of points off from a GDA requirement or their major wasn't necessarily a, a attractive major or sought out major or uh, they were only available to intern in a specific location because of whatever barriers or restrictions, personal issues that they had to deal with. And so when I tell you that, although there are a lot of organizations that are doing phenomenal great work. I know that at these same organizations, there are thousands of young folks that are stopped at the gate because they can't get past those entry points of whatever, what I call bullet point criteria. And so for my company, I decided to remove all of that. I said, you know what? At minimum, for me, every student that wants professional development, and we'll talk about soft skills and exactly what that is and why it's so important in, across any industry. But for me, any student that wanted professional development so they can interview well, so their resume could get 
part. So they know how to look the part. So they know how to articulate what's on their resume. So they know how to sell themselves. Every student who's looking for that should have access to it. Point blank period for me. There was, there's no reason why if I'm able to provide that to a student, why I should say, you know what, Ashley, you don't have to be gay. So no, I'm not going to get training to help you come to basketball. So we have removed any GPA requirement. There's no GPA requirements. There are no restrictions on major. You can be a freshman and come into the program, or you can be a recent graduate, zero to three to five years removed from the college experience and apply to the program. And it's not location restricted because obviously in this new world that we're in, everything is virtual. And so the training is virtual live, but still virtual. And so I've removed a lot of the restrictive areas, as I like to call them, to really be a accessible and truly equitable training ecosystem for young professionals. And so at minimum, if a student is looking for professional development that involves transferable soft skills, which are those skills that help you communicate better, that help you analyze better, that help you make decisions better, that help you demonstrate leadership skills better. Those skills are what we focus on and what we deliver to any and all students that apply. They'll hear about your program or a student hears about your program and they're applying and they're applying to this. Is this the SOAR boot camp? So they're applying to the SOAR boot camp and maybe perhaps, maybe, you know, whatever type of struggles, maybe some academic struggles and and you're accepting them. And then you you have a training program and so you are teaching them all of the, you're teaching them the game. You're laying down and you're teaching them the game. So so, so talk to, walk us through some of the the curriculum. Um, I also want to hear about some breakthroughs that some of your um, students are having. Yeah, so uh, the SOAR Bootcamp, and thank you for mentioning that, is our soft skills professional development training that we provide to students. And again, this is the same professional development that um, a 4.0 student would come into a program and receive. And so it doesn't matter. You can be at a two-point whatever, uh, and you apply to the program, and the caliber of training is not diminished because of your academic standard. You're still going to get the same attention, the same delivery, same topics as a student that is high academically achieving. And to be honest, actually, our pipeline currently are a lot of the students that can get into any program. And I say that because I want to make sure that folks understand what we're trying to do. Yes, those students that are academically strong are automatically going to seek out services like a sword boot camp. It's those students that automatically sort of, uh, you know, uh, 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 bear uh, themselves from programs like this because they're like, I don't have the PA, I don't have the major, I'm not going to get into a program. They're used to that narrative. And so for me, CBON Enterprises is here to really shift that narrative and say, there are no restrictions if you want this training. And so some of the training curriculum uh, includes going over corporate culture and how to navigate corporate environment experience in different industries. Uh, we talk about looking and representing yourself in the corporate environment. We talk about communication skills. We train on resume development, obviously interviewing well in a lot of effective job evaluations. And so our curriculum is very robust. It's an intensive boot camp. And so this is not fluff work. It's not your typical, you know, I'm going to go in and learn how to interview and put a resume together. You can go and do that online. You don't, you don't even need to apply to a program to do that. This is an intentional, intensive training that really focuses on a gamut of uh, topics that students typically would not receive from professional development uh, programs. So we dive really deep in and really talk about a variety of topics. Folks can see a sample of that uh, through uh, the website cbeonenterprises.com but ultimately students that apply they join a cohort whichever one is coming up and then they're taken through a 12-hour uh, course and these are done in individual one-hour session throughout a uh, six-week two workshops a week and at the end of that they receive a certificate verifying or validating all of these soft skills that they are now well-versed and knowledgeable in developing. Two weeks it's intense you got the mom 
modules, the curriculum. I mean, and they are gaining so much with confidence, right? Yeah. Tell me, uh, you know, tell me about some of the breakthroughs that some of your students have had. Yeah, it's, uh, it's funny that you ended with confidence because I'll give you a recent one. And I actually uh, posted this on my LinkedIn and I'll also share that as well. I'm uh, very visible on LinkedIn. My company posts a lot of free content and resources uh, related to uh, corporate soft skills and opportunities. But uh, talking about confidence, so I met with this young emerging professional and brilliant, very brilliant young lady. I mean, a in biology and transitioning into engineering. When I spoke to her off the bat, I was like, what, what's the issue? <laughs> you're, you're articulate. You, you speak well. You're in a good major. And her issue was just the confidence, just the confidence to really articulate herself in the actual interview experience. So although she had the book smarts and she, because she was transitioning or uh, from major, she that sort of um, hindered her confidence in whether or not she could successfully communicate her skills and why she was candidate a choice. And through a couple of coaching sessions and just really going through interviewing, et cetera, she was able to then go through, uh, she already had her interview scheduled, uh, went through the interview experience. And then, I mean, for me, at, even speaking to her and going through the practice, I said, you've got this. I said, I, said I, I don't want to, you know, jinx anything, but I'm like, I don't know any reason why they would say no. Lo and behold, they came back and she got the internship offer, just like I said, but uh, she also recognized that it was a confidence. That's all she really needed. She had everything else. The resume looked great. She communicated great. She just needed that boost of confidence to say, you know what? I am the right manager. This position is for me. I can make an act in the role and needed that confidence to really boost her up. And so that's sort of the unseen or um, I would say non-hard effect of the training is it really gives students the confidence that they need to believe in themselves and also to apply that belief uh, successfully so they can then gain whatever opportunity better to Thinking about this confidence factor, which is so crucial, but I also, you know, can't imagine, you know, th- this this particular generation just with just so much that's going on with it, with it, with it, social media or just like just perceptions, you know, and just in terms of their peers that that's the that's the pivotal turn that that your uh, particular student had was yeah. just being able to be confident that she had it she had yeah. the it factor yeah um, and I love that she got through this program and she was and she left with the confidence to go and do great things um one thing that um, I'm, I'm curious to know when we're talking about like partnerships with corporate um how you know how how does that work are you partnering with companies are they coming in? Are they doing any, um, are they meeting with um, the students? How does all of that work? Because I can imagine that you have to do a lot of outreach, you know, in, in your ways that are listening to this podcast and that this is resonating with them. And if there are any points of clarity that they need, that they take the action step of actually reaching out and having a simple conversation. But for me, that is the goal. And so I can do all, I can train as many students as I want. I can give them all the confidence that they need. But if there are no opportunities out there to send them to, then it's all for what? And so for me, it's really uh, attracting those clients that are looking for students that can not just interview well and have a good looking resume, but are really developed in the in maneuvering through corporate culture and effectively maneuvering corporate culture. And so for me, I am uh, looking to partner with companies across any industry, really, because for me, it's all about talking about talent that they need and positions that they're looking to build and then targeting that down to the resources that can provide that talent so we can stretch them out. But I am 
looking for those partners who are willing to have, you know, we use the term discovery all and all of that. I say a simple conversation. That's what I say. Yes, you can you can tag it as a discovery call. Let's let's talk about your pain points and all of that. I could use all that. Yeah. But for me, let's have a conversation. An honest, real conversation about, hey, I'm a company. My department needs some talent. We want to make impact. We're looking for some young, diverse students. What can you do for us? How can we make that happen? And whether it's one opportunity, two, three, or 50, you can talk about strategy and really formalize the process. But for me, Ashley, it's those companies, again, across any industry that really looking to make impact within the diverse talent sphere and willing to take that chance on a young organization, but is led by an individual with 23 plus years of corporate strategy experience. And that have I've done this with the biggest, uh, you know, players in the game to the mom and pop shops uh, within the within industry as well. So well-versed and hoping that, not hoping because it, it, it's happening. Uh, I just want companies to not hesitate on taking a chance, you know, and so giving an opportunity as I'm doing with the students that I'm targeting, giving an opportunity to a young organization that's looking to make impact and coming in and also impacting my organization as well. And so how great is it if you're at the forefront of an organization that is shifting the narrative of diverse student professional development and you're part of that sort of genesis of making that happen. And so hopefully that made sense, Ashley, but I can provide any uh, clarity if needed. Nail on the head. Uh, because, you know, in, in in some ways, are we seeing that companies are either having an awakening or they are, are they truly at the point where they're realizing we're examining ourselves internally and we do have to make a, make a decision and make yeah. a shift. Yeah. And so here comes CBON Enterprises entering you you in the picture. And so what do what do those types of conversations look like? Is it more so that, you know, they're saying, hey, we got to make the lead. And I think you're our X factor. And so the great thing is, I will say this, I've had some phenomenal conversations, great organization company. And so I will say that there is an awakening. Obviously, it's very apparent and evident that uh, change has happened and is still needed and is happening. And so to bring in diverse talent. And so whether if for me, whether it's a talking point, you know, or you just want that marketing photo, whatever it is, that publicity photo to put out there and say, hey, we're doing this, whatever it is. For me, I'm like, that's your job to take care of. My job is the fact that you even wanted something, whether it's surface level or deep dive. And so a lot of companies, uh, gratefully, a lot of companies are recognizing the need to really focus on diverse talent and really open up the selection process. And so that's the great thing and narrative and conversation that I'm hearing from companies is, yes, we want to do something, but I'm also hearing is exactly what we want to do and how we want to do it. That's where the time factor has come into play. And that's where the conversations are lingering and sort of stalling and, and, and the strategizing is happening and all of this deep dive, you know, complex, okay, we should do this and not this, or we should focus on this group. Let's pilot this market. And for me, yes, all of that is necessary. But I also say that while all of this strategizing and all of this uh, work is being dialogued and talked about, there are young folks graduating college with no opportunity. There are diverse young folks graduating college and going to work at the corner door or going to, um, you know, uh, start a side gig or hustle just to generate revenue, even though they have this great degree and can be useful in your organization. While these great conversations and strategies are happening, there are young folks sitting on the sideline waiting for opportunity to open. And so for me, and I've said this on other platforms, I say it doesn't have to be perfect. The fact that you want to do something, let's start there 
there and let's pilot something. Let's pilot a program, an internship program with two, three, four interns. And let's use that as our sort of focus group to strengthen it, to course correct and to refine it. So the next summer, the students who come in are even better prepared and are and have a better experience. But let's not let the strategy and the dialogue and all of the uh, things that we need to be in place hinder that from getting started. Let's start and then let's use the time while we're starting to give access to a handful of students to course correct and refine and perfect the experience. And some companies are great. And I will say that some companies have really full flight training, robust internship programs. And then there are those companies that say, you know what, we want to do something. We don't know where to start. Right here. CB on Enterprises is where you start. CB on Enterprises is where you start. No, I love that. And and, and that's so important to say, let's just start because it doesn't have to be perfect. And that's, that's it. When you're looking at, you know, growth and looking at, you know, what you're projecting for the rest of this year, are you looking in terms of your cohort cohorts? Are you looking for, a, is it a small group? Are you looking for X hundred, you know, hundreds of students by the end of this year? You know, how do you, how are you measuring like, you know, your own impact internally? Yeah, that's great. As a young organization, uh, Ashley, I will say that the benchmark that I've set is to, within this first year, impact about 500 students through professional development. And that's just through giving them the training that they need. And also working with clients and bringing, you know, I want at least uh, three to four strong, dedicated clients that are willing to uh, position themselves with some available opportunities. And those opportunities in the form of internships, uh, co-ops, or even those entry-level positions. And so those 500 students is where my focus is. Um, At the time of the podcast, I'm getting ready to go into our summer training cohort. And so that's where my focus And then obviously, as we enter into this next cycle of the year, really focusing on bringing in those clients that will provide those opportunities for the young folks that are going through the cohort. Within this first year of operation full time, the the goal is definitely to impact uh, 500 students across the country uh, through our SOAR bootcamp. And then, like I said, targeting about three to five uh, dedicated. When I say dedicated, I mean, they're in. It's not an if, it's we're in, we're going to do this. We're going to pilot it or we've set these positions aside for C Beyond and we're giving this opportunity specifically to you and helping you grow and make impact at the same time and solving a, a need within our organization. So hopefully that's clear. That's the goal from the company side and the student side. And I will say this well, uh, the other unique thing uh, that we do is the store bootcamp is applicable to college campus. And so this fall, I'll actually be working with the college campus and delivering the curriculum to their general student body. And so colleges that want this soft skills professional development, but don't necessarily want to drive their students to a program, so to speak, and actually collaborate with me. And we can come up with a partnership that actually allows me to deliver the content to the general student body without having them apply to a program to receive benefits of this campus. And that is so needed, right? And so super important. When it comes to the internships, the co-ops and the opportunities, um, are these, uh, you know, essentially are these like full-fledged positions just in terms of the work? I mean, I mean, are they, are they with the company email? Like, are they like, you know, are they working those hours? Like, you know, what, what are, what are some of those experiences? Yeah. And so this is not fluff work. <laughs> This is not uh, work for the weary. You're not going to be running around getting coffee and whatever your stereotype is of an internship (laughs) or co-op or entry level. These are, these positions are 
are uh, hands-on, uh, real-life positions, essentially what you would be doing if you were a full-time employee. And so the partnerships with the corporations establish that up front. So any student that we place, they can rest assured that they are getting hands-on experience that's related to their major or their industry of interest. So, so this is full-time work. Typically, if it's an internship, it's over the summer and either is about six uh, up to 12 weeks of consecutive work. And co-ops are those that where the student gets to actually work and uh, study at the same time. And so there's that alignment. And then obviously for those recent grads looking to put their foot into a corporation and get their career kickstarted, those entry-level jobs look at. And again, uh, we work with students and I will say the students uh, that I've worked with or guided or coached, uh, the majority of them they have come with their own opportunity. They, they, they've already secured an interview and they just need the additional benefits of the training to really catapult them and get the next offer. So we do that as well in making sure that students just want the training. That's why I've made it accessible and equitable. You don't have to be a student that comes in and is admitted or contracted to uh, take one of our opportunities that comes available. You can come in and say, you know what? I just want the training so I can interview well for this opportunity that I'm getting ready to go into uh, or submit my resume or make sure that I know how to navigate through this opportunity that I've just heard. That is also the uh, the benefit and the uniqueness of our program. Just to be able to have students, and I love that, that they come in, you know, they may already have it, but again, yeah. these aspects of these soft skills and just yeah. getting the interview skills, uh, because I, I remember, I, I think I didn't necessarily have a lot of the, the interviews of the interview skills, um, but I was just, you know, mentored and coached by my grandmother, right? Um, who was really, who was good at just like telling me about how to show up, but it was also the repetition yeah. of the, of going into interview, going to interviews it. and being comfortable with the questions. That's so right. in, even inside of you, of inside your boot camp, are you doing some of those rigorous kind of training where you're just doling out questions and you're kind of giving yeah. a strategy for that? Yeah. And so the great thing about one of when we get to the interviewing portion of the training, they, we actually take them through practice inter- mock interview. And so we do that a few times with the students just to make sure that that repetition that you're talking about uh, is there. And then also I uh, made myself available to students. So although, you know, Ashley, you come into the program, you go through the training and you've gone, you've uh, gone through your mock interview. Once you get that opportunity, it might be a couple months later that you actually secure an interview. And that confidence might have dwindled a little bit. You could say, hey, Savian, I got the interview. I'm a little nervous. That training that we, those mock interviews we did a couple months ago, I need a refresher. And so it doesn't stop once the training ends. Uh, I make myself available and we're here to really support the student throughout their career journey and building. And so it's not a one and done type of thing. We're here to make sure that you're successful as in the beginning, in the middle, and obviously as you journey on to become successful within your career. Because ultimately what I want to happen is for these folks that are sharing these opportunities uh, for them to ultimately be in a position where they can reach back and give to those that are coming in behind them and remember how they were given an opportunity and make opportunity successful for young folks that will Incredible. Just being able to uh, for them to call you up and just say, hey, you know, I just need a little bit of time, yeah. you know, because yeah, it's a yeah, time yeah. as I, fa- can, I can tell you some stories. <laughs> being in my garage at midnight and talking to some one person because they're nervous about their interview that's eight o'clock in the morning. And yeah, we're going to we're going to go through it. Yep. It is midnight. Right. <laughs> I'm in my garage. So there's right. no disturbance from my, from my kids and yeah. the pets and all of that. But we're going to go through it and make sure that uh, you're where you need. 
So as you said, you can show up the way you need to show up uh, to get that opportunity that then has endless possibility. And my personal journey of just getting given opportunity and having folks that were accessible has put me in the seat that I am in today as a CEO and founder of my own organization. I can't. That's another story for another day, but I get it. And I want students to understand and I want companies to understand that I get it. I get it. I get we need strategy. I get we need policy. I get there's a, you know, uh, chain of command and all of that. And for students, I understand that there are, there's hesitation. I understand that there are multiple competing priorities and life factors. But we're talking about training that can change the trajectory of your future and family tree. For me, that's worth going online and completing a six-minute application. I'm just saying. (laughs) And for a company, that's worth having a simple conversation and seeing where we can partner and collaborate and start making impact, even if it's minimal at first. And then grows on it. Because the the workforce is changing. Um it, it was it was trained it was also changing pre-pandemic as well. Um, but it is certainly changing now because work looks different. You know, it is, you know, we're seeing hybrid or we're seeing yeah. people return back to the office. And right. but we're also seeing people that are saying, you know, what sh- you know, what does it even mean to even go back? So right. I think there's I, there's just a lot of opportunity for companies to actually just take some retrospect to really actually actually look back and actually be able to say, huh, you know, I think we need to do some things differently than what we've done before. And I think that going back to your um, your statement, which is it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect. And I think that's just such a um, a powerful theme for this episode to, to just to make sure that people know this, that companies yeah. know it, should, it yeah. doesn't have to be perfect. It, yeah, yeah. I, I really I am glad that you've emphasized that, Ashley. I, I get it. I come from the corporate world. I get the red ape, so to speak, that, that is there. I get the chain of hand and movements and all that. And all. I get all of that. I understand all of that. But because I come from that world, as we were chatting up, you know, before the podcast, Ashley, I also understand and know that that can be uh, cut out or shortened uh, with the right conversations, with the right individual. And so for me, I'm asking companies that are really fitted on or even just want give an opportunity to take that chance. So let's have that conversation. Let's shorten the timeline and let's just get started. And you're talking to an individual that is well-versed, trained, <laughs> experienced. And so a lot of the questions that you're probably uh, grappling with, I probably have the answer uh, somewhere in the back of my mind because business operations strategy is what I'm passionate about as well from professional side. And so let's get started uh, and start somewhere. And then, like I said, we can build course correct mind and uh, really back as we along but that, let's not let that has that hesitation of making it perfect the first rollout hinder us from creating access and pathways for young folks that are in need of opportunity now uh, and so as we wrap up cbn i want i really want to you know focus on what are the steps that a corporation a company who's listening right now to this podcast episode what are the steps that they need to take as they are intrigued and as they're prompted to say, you know what, I do need to, or we need to actually take the lead and actually take some action. What are the steps that they need to take? Um, yeah, so it's very simple for companies who are interested in having that conversation with me. Like I said, I'm very visible on LinkedIn. And so if you are on LinkedIn, you can look me up by my first and last name, CB and Alti, and I'll spell that. It's C-E-B-I-E-N, and that's C-E-B as in Bob, I-E-N as in no. The last name is a-L-T-Y. You can look me up on LinkedIn or you can visit my website, which is cbeyondenterprises.com and you can actually click on the 
uh, corporate uh, tab and fill out a form and get a meeting scheduled that way as well. And so very simple to get on a call with me, connect with me directly through LinkedIn, and we can formalize a meeting date and, and time that work best for you and really start that conversation and get it going and hopefully shorten the time of putting together a strategy and just getting started and finding out exactly what your capabilities are or where you need to bring solution or where you want to expand and grow. Some companies, like I said, have great programs. They just need to continue building or they want to keep building and want more diverse, diverse partners. So website, cbeyondenterprises.com, or they can look me up on LinkedIn, my first and last name, CBN Alti, and we can get started there. Thank you so much for uh, being a part of this podcast. We will have all of the show notes and we'll have all the links there so that people can just stay connected with you and uh, be a part of this program and partner with you um, to create a diverse talent pipeline. Um, it's so important. And um, I love the work that you're doing. We will definitely have to follow up just to see where CBN Enterprises yeah. um, is going on um, the impact of your students and um, these companies. So thank you so much, CBN. This has been incredible, truly incredible. Yeah, I appreciate it, Ashley. Again, thank you so much for offering a platform to allow me to share my story and my passion with folks. And I will say as a wrap up, if you are a young professional in college and you're looking for access to professional development that focuses on those transferable soft skills that you always hear about, please visit the website, cbeyondenterprises.com. The application takes six minutes to complete and then you'll join the upcoming cohort based on your application date. And if you're a college or university uh, leader and looking to bring soft skills professional development or partner, student assess partner, to campus, please reach out to me as well. Like I said, go online and request a meeting through our website or uh, look me up on LinkedIn through my first and last name. And I welcome an opportunity to grow, impact, and really change the narrative uh, for our Black and Brown students uh, when it comes to creating uh, equitable and accessible access to professional. Thank you again, Ashley. And I look forward to uh, what's up on this topic. Ash, we'll be back for another dynamic episode. You all take care. See you soon. Thank you for listening to Conversations with Ask Ash. Please be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and follow Ashley on social media at Ashley Schuler underscore. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-H-U-L-E-R underscore.